Welcome, everybody. <laughs> no one, no one likes to tune a podcast. The world's uh, premier dedicated Fast and Furious podcast. <laughs> My name is Nick Nocera. I'm Daryl Wong. Uh, Daryl, you're joining me from. Are you? Okay, let me get this right. You were in Connecticut at a at a fancy house. And now you're in a um, submarine bunkered down 10,000 leagues beneath the Caribbean Sea. Is that true? That's absolutely right. There were only two options. It was Connecticut yeah. or the bottom of the ocean. And, yeah. you know, there's pros and cons. <laughs> and we all know how we feel about Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> how was your week, man? Strong week over here. Yeah. Busy. Busy at work and just it's good though. Good man. It's good to be back here. Yeah. This 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 new dog here. Whole fucking handful. You have a new dog whose name is Maisel. If I got that right. Is <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wichita is the name of the dog. Mm-hmm. No. This is Roxy. Roxy. That's yeah. right. That's right. Sorry. Um, and how is Roxy doing? Roxy's a menace. With her life so far. Did you know that dog teeth have like basically spikes? It's one root and it's like it it's like a sort of like a snake tongue. It has two spikes that come out of it. Who knows why? But they're so incredibly sharp. Yuck. Yeah. So she's is she tearing everything up? Oh my god. The moment you look away, <laughs> just like it's all of your favorite slipper just destroyed <laughs> it's toast I remember my, my mom's dog Mingus who R.I.P. died last week um, Damn. he um, he went through also a two year phase so get ready Daryl oh <laughs> a two God. year phase of biting the shit out of everything in the house there's whole corners of a house, of the house that were just like destroyed. Right. He would just gnaw on like a block of wood, and it would it would be toast. And my grandfather's chair from Harvard, he got like awarded this chair or some shit. I don't really fucking remember what uh-huh. it is. But uh, dude chewed it up. Hardcore. Yeah. yeah, it's like, so. it's a it's a huge liability. Like I feel like I need to get like extra renters insurance for the amount of damage that this. There's got to be a Geico option for like my dog chewed all my shit up. I mean, <laughs> right. the insurance policy. But now that you have a dog, it's technically a pre-existing condition. So I'm not sure that Geico is going to cover it. That's right. That's yeah. right. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, rest in peace, Minkus. I met I met that dog. I remember. Yeah, he was a good dog. He was a good dog. Yeah, he was a yeah. good dog. He was um, very old. Mm-hmm. And uh, he couldn't walk. He just couldn't walk, and he couldn't see anything it's tough. either. And uh, he couldn't hold his bowels at all. And he was having a hard time eating. So he was losing yeah. weight. And it was just, it was a moment. And he got put down at the vet by um, my elementary school classmate, Brandon Owen, and his mom, who are the vets mm. <laughs> in Northampton, Massachusetts. So, 
Shout out to fucking Brandon Owen, man. He's a real one. Mm-hmm. We watched this week. <clears throat> oh boy. Tokyo Drifters. Tokyo Drift. The Fast and the Furious do drifting in Tokyo. How did you find your watch for this week? Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, The backwards watch through, like we've been watching, so we've been watching the series backwards, not, you know, Hobbs and Shaw and then eight and then seven and so on. And we've been loving it so far. Correct me if I'm wrong, Daryl. We've been loving it so wrong. It's been my favorite sequence so far. It has been rejuvenating my body with the Fast and the Furious spirit. I think time's up on the old <laughs> watching backwards. I think time ran out. Um, really expose the flaws in three. To mm. me. Yeah. Like really got to the heart of... This is kind of a made-for-TV movie that's not very good, <laughs> right? Um, what, what stuck out to you? Um, well, it looks like it was recorded on somebody's handheld camera, first of mm-hmm. all. <laughs> like it's just flip, phone, flip phone, potentially? Flip phone, there's like a flip phone. Yeah, like, like <laughs> that's kind of sort of a meta-analysis where it's like, um, Twink's flip phone that he records and sh- somehow in 2006 streams live video from the flip phone to other flip phones <clears throat> um, that maybe he shot the actual movie on the flip maybe the movie is just cut out of Twink's flip phone footage because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, it looks poopy basically it just doesn't look very good um I, you know, there's like lots of um, 2000 stuff that I'm so in the mode to forgive um, normally. Like there's lots of like, like high school and dramatic music and like people slow-mo walking backward. You know, there's like, you know, like that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff or like the kid getting sprayed in the belly with... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> with this, you know, it just feels like very teen angst 2000s, like mm-hmm. an ex- sort of movie making expression of that. And it, you can see the thread between Better Luck Tomorrow and this movie a lot in that. Oh, yeah. I sort of forgot about that. Um, but. I was not in the mood to forgive it. <laughs> like I to forgive it those sins this week. I was just like, this movie sucks. It's just fucking like manufactured cherry pop garbage from the middle of the two thousands. You know, of just like characters I don't give a fuck about. Mm-hmm. Right? Like who gives a shit about, you know, Sean and Twink and like Bama Neela. girl, Neela. Yeah, and fuck you, Neela. <laughs> I don't care about you. Jason Tobin, maybe I give a shit about. Right. You know? Neela's I think buddy. The, I think the voiceovers got to me big time. It's like mm. in terms of the in terms of the biggest shortcuts that they took, 
or yeah. a major TV movie, like yeah. filling in filling in the plot with these horrible voiceovers, mm. primi- mostly coming from Sean Boswell, but <laughs> who can't speak, right? <laughs> who is trash at speaking? <laughs> like I don't know how this dude. I know he was a child actor in um, Sling Blade, maybe. He was a child. All the Pretty Horses. I think he was in All the Pretty Horses. He was a child star because he was like cute and he had sharp edges and he uh, was from Alabama. So his accent was like hilarious, right? (laughs) (laughs) But then he grows into an adult, a 30 year old, and he has to play a 17 year old. And he can't like form his mouth very well. And, you know, it doesn't cunt. It cunt. It, he just, like, ugh, get off the screen, bro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not fun. Um, when I was watching this, I was mm-hmm. trying to figure out if DK and Han were roommates, but I think I got, I don't think they are. <laughs> oh, like they lived, they like got an apartment I was together? Like, not was like, like roommates... Maybe. In college, but like roommates, they got an apartment together. Right. Yeah. For some reason, I thought they lived together. When I watched it through initially, I was like, wait a minute, is DK's office also in the same place where Han? Does Han live in the garage? No. That's just his hangout spot. Because there's, there's no bedroom in there. They have the six little like right. sleepover pods. They've right. got like living room. It seems like they have like a kitchen though mm. in there, but. I mean, if you're I think it's just you're... like because, as your your point, I think because you're Han, right? You just need a cool chill spot. Mm-hmm. Han it's is the king. Nice. Yeah, as we've talked about, Han is the king of chill spots. He just mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. He's got he's got the 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 pier the where the the loading docks where he's got chairs and tires and snacks and beers. He's got his like the back room of the club slash garage where he's got sleeping mm-hmm. pods again, and he's got DK's office. Um, DK doesn't. DK lives with his parents, right? So Johnny Tran lives with his parents. Yeah, but doesn't DK live? He doesn't like live with his like because Neela's parents took or sorry. DK's didn't DK's parents take Neela in? Mm-hmm. So like the parents are did, in the did picture. Did they live together? Dude, oh, did DK know. and Neela live together? No. No. But it, does Neela still live? Does anybody still live with the parents? Because in my mind, it's always been like, oh, they all just hang together still. I feel like <laughs> they're in high know. school. What do you want me is, to think? Like people DK live with their parents high in high school. No, DK's not in high school. But um, uh, Neela is for sure. We see her in mm-hmm. class. Yeah, she's for sure in high chatting school. with Bama Boy sixty nine sixty nine. Right, right. DK must live on his own because wouldn't it be weird if like um, you're DK and um, this is basically your younger sister who you adopted very young, and, and now now you guys kiss each other? Do you do more uh, than that? Doodles, smooching. <laughs> They're weird, DK. They're weird. Yeah, it's um, weird. Yeah. Also, like, 
The only thing that would support that DK maybe still lives at home is that even his lair is in the back room of an arcade. Right. So he, like, he hangs out in the back of the arcade. Han, however, like, apparently is maybe a less, like, Lisa's a sweet spot in an industrial area, um, sort of under, there's like a freeway overpass, and there's... At you're saying that because the arcade is sort of a young man's game. Or it just, it seems like it's not, um, it just doesn't seem like as a uh, prime of a commercial real estate. Right, 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 that makes sense. Maybe he owns the arcade. Hmm. He's Constant flow man. of income there? Yeah, it, they make it own. seem like he's some, he's some, I know they make it also seem like he's sort of a whiny poo-poo head <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but they do give a little air to the idea that like he's a businessman and like trying to claim territory and all that sort mm-hmm. of stuff mm. um who's what's the name of dk's buddy morimoto morimoto yeah oh, i'm pretty okay, sure cool um i would he, like does... to see when is your next race <laughs> I would like to be there. <laughs> that guy who yeah. dies very tragically. Does he and DK live together? Oh. <laughs> like, are they roommates? <laughs> uh, DK can't live at home. Maybe those two are roommates. Yeah, I think they're roommates. I think they're roommates. <laughs> We're not, I'm not implying anything else, but I think like they just hang out and are good buddies, and that's why DK. No, no, no. Wait a minute. Upset. Morimoto is in high school because he beats up. Oh Queen my god! That's so right. <laughs> Morimoto probably lives at home. Is he wearing? Is he wearing a high school uniform? He's for then? sure. He, so he it, he is, but he untucks his shirt and shows his like. I think it's suspenders and like some sort of That's cool right. punk shirt. That's Morimoto right. is also in high school. Oh my god! So he lives with his parents. <laughs> he lives with his parents. <laughs> he lives with parents. Neela lives with DK's parents. DK lives. Who knows where? DK, yeah. DK moved out. DK probably got thrown out of the house once he started working with Uncle Bad Guy. Oh, or thrown you think out, so? or like at least had enough. He must have. Uncle Bad Guy was like, look, like. You're gonna do this shady family business. We can't have you living on your parents' roof. That gives, yeah, you don't want to be coming in and out of there while you're doing yeah, yeah, yeah import yeah. export. So here's some cash. Go get your own apartment. That's it. You work for me now. Send yeah. me your numbers on a biweekly basis. Okay. I mean that's that's fair. That's fair. Um. Sort of in the same vein as like trying to figure out where these characters live and what they do. What does Bear Claw do for Han? Hmm. Hmm. I mean, he gives Han money. He owes Han Han money. He owes Han money. So maybe Han has done something for Bear Claw? Mm -hmm. Bear Claw seems like some sort of gangster, right? Yes. Yes. But do we know... What is Han doing? He's, like, taking a cut of business. But what business? We don't know. 
We know this as import-export business. Import-export, import-export, import-export. Import-export. of stuff. Mm, okay. Is, would, is, uh, I mean, it's a good thing they have fast cars then. <laughs> they can get it there real fast. Do we think Bear Claw is potentially Samoan? Samoan. Samoan. Oh, Samoan. No, Samoan. he's Japanese. Is he? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Does he speak Japanese in there? No, he just like stands up and looks angrily at Sean. Mm-hmm. Sean Boswell. Everybody hates Sean Boswell in this movie. This is another one of my points I picked out. Which, like, I'm almost tempted to say rightfully so. But, like, okay, so Home Improvement hates him. Big time. And then the girl who sort of offered her body to him and <laughs> in, as a prize for a race hates him. Body as in terms, only in terms of uh, as a date to problem. This is oh, just, okay. You can stand next to me at this, at this formal prom. dance. Okay. Um, she hates him. The cops hate him because he's poor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> his mom hates him because he keeps getting in trouble. His dad hates him because he ruined his life by moving there with him. <laughs> right? He had a lot. Yeah, he had a lot of intimate appointments scheduled that he, he no longer gets to, to do. Yeah. Uh, and he hates him because he fucked up the like date of arrival, where Sean didn't understand that the seventh in one country means the sixth in another. But mm, that doesn't make any sense. This doesn't make any sense. You're saying the, the argument of that everybody hates Sean? No, I'm just thinking about the dates. Mm. I stopped my argument of everybody hates Sean for a minute. I <laughs> We're putting a pause on that. Pause, okay. because we have a much more important thing to deal with. <laughs> okay, let's go through the mechanics of what happened. Sean shows up at his dad's door. His dad, who has a prostitute there, goes, hey, Sean, I thought you were coming on the 7th. Today and is the 7th. Sean, Sean, exactly. Sean says, today is the 7th. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but this implies Sean's dad. Sean's dad believes it's the sixth, right? Like it's before Sean shows up, right? Yeah, but it's really the eighth. But it's because Japan is in a time zone that is ahead of fucking wherever Sean is in the U.S. It is really the eighth. <laughs> um, let's see. How could we have fucked this up even more? What or it could only Sean... be the eighth. It doesn't right. have to be the eighth. It could be the seventh. But it cannot be the sixth. <clears throat> like Sean's dad what if, is. What if Sean, instead of flying that way around the earth, flew... No nope. wrong way. <laughs> I love your thought. I love your thinking. I love your style. I love it. I love it. But no, that's not how it works. There's a point. 
in the Pacific Ocean where it clicks over. Right. So if you right. fly from, let's say Sean is in Florida, that's sort of where Home Improvement looks like he lives, right? Mm. Or the Cali? Um, hmm. I'm not sure. I thought it was in the Midwest somewhere. Sure. Who gives okay. a shit? Yeah. <laughs> Midwest. So if you fly towards California from the Midwest and Hawaii, at some point after Hawaii, between Hawaii and Japan, there's a line where it clicks over. And now so you're in like tomorrow. Plus 24, and now you're in tomorrow. Yeah. You're in extremely earlier tomorrow. And then if you fly the other way, which would be idiotic if you were in the Midwest to fly to Japan that way. But if you did, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, over it's Europe. feasible in this situation because, you know, maybe he got one of those, like when they fly criminals around, they have to put them in planes. They probably don't give them direct flights. They probably have to, you know, take a <laughs> like number shuffle of them like a deck of cards. <laughs> like, like, where are they going? He just had the shittiest connecting flights, and all of a sudden it had to go the wrong way around the planet. I love that. I don't think that probably happened. I think his well, I think his his cops didn't like escort him there, right? They just told him to leave town. Mm-hmm. So he probably bought the cheapest flight possible, which was like a a four leg connection to like California, Hawaii, you know, <laughs> the Philippines, Japan. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but today is the seven. Let's get back to that. <laughs> Let's get back to that for a second. It cannot be the six, as Sean's dad thinks it is. But then he he there's a it doesn't make any sense because there's a line that Sean's dad says that's like you know uh, yeah, there's a thing called time zone, you know, something like that, where he's like trying to explain to Sean that like there's different days in different places. Mm-hmm. Like he's right, but he is not right. He can't be right. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a total misdirection on Mr. Boswell's part here. Mm-hmm. He's obviously flustered. He, mm-hmm. you know, probably yeah. all of his blood is still in his pants, and he's yeah. just like said the first thing oh, he come up with. <laughs> yeah, he just said the first thing he can come up with. Right. Yeah, right. I mean that makes sense. That makes. I'll buy that. Um, I. Yeah, all right, so we know Sean's dad is an idiot and hates him. Uh, DK hates Sean. This is, un- we're unpausing. DK hates Sean, because he's like an American idiot. Uh, Marimoto is DK's best friend, who he hates Sean. Um, Neela hates Sean, because she thinks he's gross at first. Mm-hmm. Um, and an arrogant American. Han hates Sean, because... Han's a dick and doesn't like anybody, basically, right? He's kind of a dick to him. He, like, throws him into a bear claw, and he, like, makes him... He's like, here's a phone. Pick it up. I don't you care. You work for me now. You work for me care. now. <laughs> I don't care if you're sick as a dog or in bed with Beyonce. That's the line. <laughs> what a fucking line. <laughs> um, so Sean gets a lot of shit in this movie, basically. The only person who doesn't hate Sean, a person I will revere greatly for the rest of my life, and his beautiful soul, is Twink. Bow Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? 
about wow. <laughs> There's this movie called The Mighty Wind. Do you ever see that? About wow. No, no, not The Mighty Wind. Best in Show. Fuck! I just watched that movie again yesterday. It was good. It's a docu. It's a fake documentary about dog show people. Mm-hmm. And I highly rec. Highly nice. recommend. Speaking of recommendations, do you? Oh. Do you have a shout out this week? I I think I got a shout out this week. Yeah. What you got? Um. So. It's a funny thing about dirt. Is that it's everywhere all the time. Oh my and god. Unfortunately, can't we do something about this, people? <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, it accumulates in places where like you can't get it out there without mm-hmm. a, you can't get it you can't get it out of there without a very specific tool. And I'm talking about <laughs> I'm talking about uh, I'm talking about cars. Lay it on me. What yeah. are you? What are you talking about? Yeah. The, sh- the shout out this week is for the Black and Decker hand vacuum that I purchased very recently. <laughs> okay, it's a it's a it's a it's a dirt devil. That's like a brand name. What is it? Yeah. Um, fuck. Dirt what's devil's it called? A brand name. Yeah, Dust dirt Buster. devil's a brand name, but it's Dustbuster. That's Dust right. Dustbuster. Dirt devil's. I mean, dirt devil is sort of a better name than Dustbuster. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. Um, um, so you I, bought a version of this item from Black and Decker. I did. So okay. my problem was that I I've owned this I've owned this car for a very short period of time, but I've very successfully managed to get um, all. I've got sand. I've got pine needles. I've got dirt. I got so much crap that just ended up in the car over the past. I was in this car. For well, like obviously, months, you're a beach going fellow. You're a trail going fellow. That's why mm-hmm. you obviously didn't make a mistake and bought a Subaru Baja, right? (laughs) (laughs) I wish. No? No, no Subaru Baja this time, but maybe later on. Okay. So Um, you're busting up this dust Well, I'm busting this dust so hard. And this this thing is sweet. It's it's, uh, it's rechargeable. It's got lithium-ion, but the main selling point here is Mm -hmm. this crazy nozzle this thing has. And it like it extends and it twists and it has like a skinny thing and it has a flip up brush doodad and oh that's cool it's like purpose made for getting into the nooks and crannies of your automobile to mm-hmm. like get all those little bad guys you don't want in there so yeah that sounds good was very nice and like I was gonna I intended to leave it in the car but I was advised that it uh, was too nice of a vacuum and it might. <laughs> Entice some of the street thieves. So I brought the, I brought the hand vacuum into the That's home. So fucking crazy. <laughs> so I brought the okay. hand vacuum into the home, and okay. it's, yeah, for it's amazing in the car, and it's even more utilitarian in the home for just the simplest of cleanups. So I've never been a vacuumer, much to my much to the dismay of people I've lived with in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a great failing of mine. I don't, yeah, I don't know. What happens dust, when you see, I, you got dust, <laughs> dust it up, whatever. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> get dust on it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> get dusty. <laughs> Does that, is that kill me? What are you doing to do? Yeah. Dust, you know? 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, it really, yeah. When I see the little, when I see the little, um, when I see the little clouds. You gotta just, get it. I just, I gotta get them. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> um, okay. Does, shout out to, what is, is there a brand name? Is it the Black & Decker blank? I don't know what it's called. No, it's just a Black okay. & Decker hand vacuum okay. with those sweet nozzles. Sick. Black & Decker is a brand I've enjoyed in my life. Mm-hmm. I've been a DeWalt man, but also I'm broke, so I buy Ryobi garbage sometimes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so. um, but they've gotten better over the years. They used to be real garbage. Really? They've gotten a little bit better. Yeah. Not great, but okay. Um, I want to shout out to um, Nicorette Gum this week. I'm not a huge fan. Well, here's the thing. I'm a fan in a certain way. I'm a smoker. You know? It just is the, the, a fact of my life. Uh, sometimes I don't love that I'm a smoker. It makes me feel real bad. Um, so I've tried in my, over the course of years to like quit and stuff. Most of the time I use Nicorette gum. Now, the reason I'm talking about this is because Nicorette brand gum is so ungodly expensive in New Zealand. Hmm. And, uh, uh, I, so, but there's a different kind of gum a generic gum that is funded by the government so if you like want to get it it's like five bucks and you get 300 pieces it's either like fifty dollars for 10 pieces of nicorette or five dollars for 300 pieces of 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 habitrol it's called Mm -hmm. habitrol okay Habitrol sucks donkey dick, dude. <laughs> it it's so fucking bad. It's like <laughs> I'm sure it's got like the same amount of nicotine, right? They say like four milligrams or whatever, but like it is so trash compared to, to like juicy, delicious name brand spiky Nicorette. Uh-huh. Um I'm not into it. Yeah. So like I'm I'm trying to turn my life on a positive note, so I don't want an anti shout out to Habitrol because like it definitely does the job. Like if I want a cigarette and I chew a piece of Habitrol, I don't really want a cigarette anymore. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> um but it's no Nicorette, you know. Yeah. And like yeah. Nicorette is just so it's really pretty good. What if you take what if you take a slice of that habitrol mm-hmm. and then like a nice piece of like polar ice like dentine gum and you eat those two at the same no, time? No. Is that You're not like work? confusing the word gum with something that's like an enjoyable experience. Neither of these things are like enjoyable. Uh, what you do you don't even like you're I, I can understand how the word gum might lead you to believe you just like chew it. Yeah. And it's like, not right, satisfying. not the case. You chew it and then it gets like spiky and kind of like gross, like, <clears throat> like burny almost a little bit is the flavor uh-huh. that comes out. And then that's released the beautiful microfibers that you put in between your lip. Then, then you, you hold it like dip, like a tobacco dip. 
and it cuts your lip open a little bit and releases tobacco into your Whoa. gum. That's also how you eat nicotine. Not tobacco, nicotine. Yes, that's how. Right. That's how. Interesting. That's how you eat nicotine gum. Is you chew I, it until it gets like sort of activated. I don't know what it how the thing works, but it gets activated and you put it in between your lip and your gum, and it like mm-hmm. seeps into your gum. Whoa. Yeah. That's how the nicotine gets in there, and it feels real good. And yeah. uh, <clears throat> uh, dip does that too, but uh, that'll ruin your teeth. That'll ruin your life. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, cigarettes will ruin your life too. Uh, sometimes it's just so fucking good, bro. It's just <laughs> like both of these gums pale in comparison to God cigarette. Uh-huh. Like it's just unbelievable. What's going on with um, nicotine patches? Do people still use those? People use them. I've never patched. I've never uh-huh. done the patch. I've done the vape, but I mm-hmm. didn't like it. <clears throat> right. I'm sure I did one. People would be like, "Bro, you're making this dude with the vape." <laughs> But like I, it wasn't for me. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, and I quit for like thirteen months on the gum at one point. Like uh-huh. all the time I was in America last year, I wasn't smoking. The gum was doing its job. Nicorette, shout out. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And I was able to like trail off the gum at a certain point, so I wasn't doing anything. Wow. Yeah. Then. This February, I don't know, something, I was pissed off or something. I smoked a cigarette, and then it's back to the races, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's terrible. Um, I smoke Marlboro Gold, which used to be called Marlboro Light, uh-huh. until they were forced to change the name. Ah. Because uh, you can't have, like, a light cigarette or a medium cigarette anymore. Still, Still kills you. Still kills you, still kills you, still gives you cancer, I guess. Or emphysema, or uh, low blood pressure, high blood pressure, who gives, Who knows? Who knows? And the packs of cigarettes here have nasty stuff on the front. You know, they, they're like images of people's lungs cut open, and like, there's a foot one that's real, that's oh. really gross. <laughs> There's one where it's just like kids in a room filled with smoke sort of looking sour. <laughs> I'm like, Ooh. that's the one. That, I'm yeah. like lottery winner when I get that one. I'm like, <laughs> ah, this one's fine. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Those seem kind of cool. I like, I, yeah. The grotesque images, it seems kind of cool to carry those around. It's like kind of metal, but it's also, yeah. they're also... I mean, they're not, they're not, and cigarettes are ungodly expensive here. Yeah. Yeah. They're trying so, to keep you on the right path over here. I know, I know. It's yeah. good of them. It's good of them. I smoke about four cigarettes a day. That's my, uh huh. That's my level. <clears throat> that's not bad. That's what I feel like. Is that so bad, people? Can we lay off neck for now? Yeah. Um, you got anything else you want to talk about with this movie? I got, I got one big thing. Yeah, lay it um, on. So, like, at, yeah, at times, at times in the past, we've considered Tokyo Div to be the greatest movie in the franchise. 
I have at least at some yeah. point. Okay. And I, is that the I dog? To, no, I got fireworks happening outside. Oh, whoa. Uh, yeah, people are uh, making sure their um, explosives are all ready to go for the for Independence Day. So. Oh, they're sort of testing them out, huh? I've been testing them all, all since last week. <laughs> cool. Sounds cool. Sounds cool. Yeah. I'm sorry. So, yes, yeah. at times in our lives, we thought this is the best movie in the franchise. Um, and as through my lunch today, I, I thought, I was like, all right, it's this one or really, like, yeah, original Chief Fast or the Fast and the Furious. Like, they have yeah. a certain quality about them. Yeah. And... One of the things that sort of ties these two movies together is the, uh, it's sort of like the final race at the end, like the final race after the main race. So um, in this movie, like the, yeah, like the end scene where, it's not the end scene, but like the big race through um, Tokyo where Han gets run over and dies. That, uh-huh, uh-huh. That's, a he- that's a hero race scene but they make it a point to sort of like have the race after the race where sean and dk race down the mountain right right which right it's not it's not the big money scene but it's right it's there for a very specific reason right it's there as a sort of like character building like plot device that allows right your main not only your main character but also who you view as the sort of bad guy in the movie to sort of if not switch roles, like it's almost like an alternate, like an alternate ending, and that's something that we see in, um, like original Fast and Furious, right? Where they, yeah. right, the big scene is right. They do the, yeah, they do the car or they do the so the the truck heist, pretty big scene, but yeah, really and then they that, do that that scene afterward, right? They do the chase right. of Johnny Tran and um, Lance, and then mm-hmm. they do. Brian and Dom racing. Mm-hmm. So you get sort of right. a twofer. It's a twofer. But, I mean, mm-hmm. this is, yeah, I think this is the only other movie that has a twofer. Like, mm-hmm. all the other ones, too, right? Too Fast ends with um, just, like, the helicopters, right, hitting on Mexico. Um, oh, no, no, no. Too Fast ends with, like, the stunt onto the boat. Like, the pockets ain't empty, cuz. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Yeah, fast uh-huh. four is the Mexico. Five is the is the heist. Yep. Right. Six is the airplane. Seven yep. is the beach. Yep. Where does eight end? Uh, three hour eight. Ends. On the roof in New York. On the roof in New York. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I think yeah. One of the, one of the unique things that ties Tokyo Drift back to the original is yeah. the race after race, and right. In this sense, it allows right Sean Boswell to step into his role as Drift King. Uh, yeah, the younger right? to step into the yes, yep, yeah, yeah. Drift King. He also yeah he finds kind of like a home, like a family, right? Little little drift family that sort of he never had and never knew with moving all around the U.S. and stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's nice in the first one, too, of, like, you get the sense of, like, Brian as the student becoming an adult, right? Like, the boy growing into a man kind of thing. Especially mm-hmm. when he races Dom, where now the power structure is so different, where, like, Brian is a cop, one, and 
about to race Dom, who's sort of like after this quarter mile, who knows what's happened? What's going to mm-hmm. happen to Dom? Right. right? This is everything we've talked streets. about. He right. could be arrested. He could be killed. He could be whatever. But for this quarter mile, you know, he's going to do what he's going to do. So, uh, you know, but he's still in this situ- precarious situation. And so we see Brian in sort of a be growing into the role of a little bit of a power shift, right? Mm-hmm. It's a power shift, but it's also like the shift of power comes when you like settle your debts. And in this mm. world, right, you mm-hmm. settle your debts by racing. You know, That's you race right. your way, settle your debt, change your cards, and now you can do something different. That's good. I like that, man. I like that a lot. And presumably, Sean Boswell is drift king until to this day mm-hmm. you know uh because this movie takes place in, weirdly in 2017 <laughs> yes. so right right there's only been a couple of years since he's been drift kicking <laughs> you know right. still there i would go for a um uh like three fast three furious like sequel to a direct sequel to tokyo drift check in on sean Check in on Twink. Mm-hmm. Maybe they've graduated at this point. <laughs> yeah. You know? See what he's up to in Japan. They might have just squeezed that in, honestly. Like, if in Fast 9, right, Han is still alive, then... And if Jason Tobin is there. Like, right. Jason <laughs> Tobin is the biggest piece of this fucking puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> okay? Right. He's the missing key. He's the link between everything okay mm-hmm. between mm-hmm. like han yes han is alive but han is a gigantic character okay han is a force of nature han and han has a presence prior to the events of uh tokyo drift mm-hmm. in four and five and six right so um Han being back is like Han being back, right? He, he went off to Tokyo for a little, for a little, and mm-hmm. then came back, and like almost died in the process. Okay, mm-hmm. Jason Tobin. Who the fuck knows who this guy is? Okay, is anybody else paying attention? Is anybody else paying attention? Hello, this guy is like such a fucking in the weeds character. Like, this is a deep cut, you know what I mean? This is a fucking deep, deep, deep cut, okay? Uh, for them to bring back for for Fast 9. And, and totally yes, unnecessary. Completely unnecessary. I'm so glad it's happening, but it's completely unnecessary. Right. Yes, we suspect possibly, like, him and Justin Lin are best friends, and like, oh, hey, Justin, oh, maybe okay. you get a oh, partner you in a movie. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, also, like, maybe there's some bigger mechanisms happening with the world of Tokyo Drift and the world of the wider series connecting into place. Mm-hmm. I would love it if Jason Tobin, whose character's name is Edwin, maybe? Hmm. Erwin? Maybe Erwin. I get confused. Edwin was definitely uh, John Rule's name. Oh, that's right. Monica! <laughs> Menage! Menage! 
I'm looking forward to watching that movie in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I think his name is Irwin. Because I did tweet at him one time when I was excited. Um, that he was back for the night. I saw him in the trailer. And I was like, welcome back, Jason Tobin. As And I had looked it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I don't remember. And... Earl is the name. Earl. Earl. So, anyway, stupid. But like, it would if Earl was like, he's got to be the bad guy, right? Oh. Yeah, I guess. Because who's the other bad guy we've seen? We've seen Dom's brother, John Cena, which is hilarious. They don't look anything alike. But yeah, you can't just have a movie full of good guys. You can't just have a movie full of good guys. Gotta have some bad ones. Is Cypher not in Here, the new movie? I think Cypher is in the new movie, which is... It's gonna ruin my point. But I think a great thing would be... Alright, Dom and Dom's brother. There's like They're on a sort of collision course, but they play out the sort of Jason Statham-Dom relationship over the course of one movie where they're sort of like both after the same thing and are butting heads on that. However, they come to realize that working together is the only way to get what they need. And through that process, they find that they love each other. Right. Mm-hmm. We've got that storyline done. But the bad, we need a big bad because John Cena can't be the bad through the whole thing. So, yeah, I guess Cypher. But it would be better if it was Jason Tobin, right? And he was like a computer engine Ooh. master who, like Jesse yes like Jesse <laughs> like Jesse anti-Jesse yeah but he had the AD uh, some that shit yeah um, nitro nitro meth <laughs> nitro meth <nitro>. Jesse <laughs> so uh, yeah it's Jason Tobin but yeah, you're missing the best part it's Jason Tobin okay for like for like two-thirds, two well, maybe a half, two-thirds of the movie, is, okay? It's Jason Tobin. He's fucking shit up, and he's blowing L.A. up, and whatever. He's got the MacGuffin they need to get from him, or whatever. They show up. They punch Jason Tobin in the face. They got him. They got a gun to his head. Give me the fucking keys. Like that, <laughs> that kind of shit. You know? Uh-huh. And then, out of the shadows, Neela. <laughs> who was actually the mastermind behind the whole thing. Yeah. And up, Jason Tobin was again working for her the whole time. Oh. You know? That would be better. Wow. That would be good. She does wear a furry coat like a bad guy. She works for a bad guy? She wears a furry coat. The furry yeah, coat's exactly. Often exactly. It's a bad exactly. guy. Exactly. Think about how, like how badass you could make that actress look with a big flash ass fur coat mm-hmm. and like rings and shit. Right, and she yeah. drives. And she drives. She would be a good bad guy. Bad guy who drives. <laughs> Interesting. A bad guy who drives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She teamed up with DK again. They went full bad. If she teamed up with DK again and then went full bad, I would be very into it. Yeah. <laughs> So, anyway, that's it from me. 
That's a wrap. You can find us at Nolt Podcast, N-O-L-T-T Podcast on Twitter. Um, we're also on Instagram, No One Likes the Tuna Podcast. We have an email, No One Likes the Tuna Podcast at gmail.com. We have a Patreon if you want to throw us a buck, patreon.com slash No One Likes the Tuna Podcast. If you want to rate us, review us, you can do that on Apple Podcasts. Just search No One Likes the Tuna Podcast on there. Rate, review, like, dislike. Do whatever you want there. We're on Spotify now. So if you want to check us out on Spotify, click up those listens, rate, review us there. I don't know. What else we got? Anything? That's a wrap. I think That's you covered it. them all. That's it. That's my least favorite part of the show, but it's done. All right, buddy. I will talk to you next week. On the one last two podcasts. Yeah, too <laughs> Okay. We both had different ideas about what that was going to be. But it's good. I'm glad we went in for it at the same time. Yeah.